Hello, and welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Pam, and I'm half of the co-hosting duo known as Pam and Dawn. My trusty sidekick, partner in crime, and friend, Dawn, could not be with us today. Ooh, that sounds dire, doesn't it? Um, But it's not as bad as you think. She's under the weather, and she's lost her voice. We hope you get well soon, Dawn. I miss you. And recently, Dawn and I had the wonderful honor and opportunity to chat with Squire Rushnell and his lovely wife, Louise Duarte. Squire and Louise are the authors of the Godwink series of books that have become national bestsellers, (laughs) if I can only talk. And now the premise of these wonderful books have been made into a holiday movie, Premiering this Saturday on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries is A Godwink Christmas, airing at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and we are excited to bring you our interview with Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte. Enjoy. Thank you so much, both Squire and Louise, for calling in. We really appreciate it, and we're very excited to speak with you today. Oh, thank you. We feel the same way. Yes, we're delighted. Thank you. Now, would you share with us and our listeners how the Godwink book series started and what they're about? Well, the Godwink books really started um, when I was at ABC. I was an executive at ABC for 20 years, and I was always um, curious about so-called coincidences uh, thinking that there must be more to coincidence than meets the eye. I would stand in the back of the control room at Good Morning America and hear a reporter starting a story, ironically today, I, and I'd always wonder, I wonder if this is one of those coincidences. And uh, I happened to be uh, doing some speeches in uh, anywhere they would allow me to speak, and um and I was at a little church across the road from my hero's farm, uh, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, who wrote The Power of Positive Thinking. <laughs> and they had invited me to speak. And so I, um, I had a talk that was, is, um, is there a grand, what, did I, what was the name of that? Was, is, I don't remember the name of it now. Okay. But anyway, I was raising the question as to whether or not it was a coincidence that uh, that God had a grand plan for our lives. And I just uh, raised that question with people, and uh, and they led me to understanding that there was a lot more to coincidence than they thought. And so uh, that led to the writing of the first book, uh, When God Winks, which came out just before 9-11. And there are 11 books now in the marketplace with the release of the most recent one just last week, God Wink Christmas Stories. Well, your books are, gosh, they're just amazing. And um, congratulations to you on all the success you've had. And but they're they're based on real life Godwinks that people have experienced. And can you share one or two Godwink stories that have really stood out and impacted you? Yes, I, well, a Godwink. Um, I should 
I should preface this by saying a Don Wink really is a new word in the language now that fills the vacancy for those coincidences that aren't coincidence. And, um, and so collecting these God Wink stories has now become uh, what we do and, and writing about other people's God Winks. So I think a, um, uh, an easy story for us to tell is the one of Diane Lane, the actor. And um, God Winks happen at all times in our lives, but I think they become heightened at times of sorrow in our lives. And Diane Lane was sitting in the back of a, of a car, a, a black uh, limo service that was uh, driving her to Charlie Rose's studio in New York, and she was looking forlornly out the window at all of those yellow cabs that were darting this way and that. And it took it back to... Um, her childhood, when her dad was a cab driver, cab number 6F99. She could always remember that because as a child, she would stand on the edge of the curb looking into that sea of yellow after school, and pretty soon her, her dad's cab would arrive like a chariot for a princess, and he would open the door and say, where to, princess? But at this moment, as she sat looking through that back window on the way to the Charlie Rose studio, she was feeling such sorrow because her dad had recently passed away. He had raised her. And they used to watch Charlie Rose while they had dinner at night. And, they, and Charlie Rose was her favorite was, was the show. And so she thought, oh, how I wish he could be here with me. At that moment, the black car she was in pulled to the curb at the studio, and she started to step out. And then she had an amazing God wink. Pulling in right in front of the black car she got out of was cab number 6F99. What are the, the astronomical odds? in a city with all those cabs, 15,000 cabs, that that cab that used to be her dad's medallion would be at that exact spot, at that exact moment, to be a, a spirit lifter for her, a faith builder for her. And that was an amazing God way. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it was. Um, that gives me chills just to hear you tell that. Right. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Um, well, if if you don't mind sharing, what was your transformational moment that made you realize there was something greater at work in your life? Well, I think there were certainly transformational moments uh, when I came to that word God wink. And uh, that was a moment when I looked back and I saw that uh, a book that I had written, I had read about uh, uh, two presidents who had more to do with the signing of the Declaration of Independence than any other, uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, that they both died on the same day, July 4th. Wow. And it wasn't just any July 4th. It was the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And it just really shook me to the timbers to realize that 
that this divinely aligned experience took place, that this amazing God wink took place, that they they both um, they both died and on the same day, and it was the most important day of their lives and the most important anniversary of their lives, both men. But the one transformational moment for me was uh, when um, uh, in in an earlier marriage, when you go into uh, a hospital to, you know, think you're having a baby and you're going to come out at the other end and you're going to hand out cigars, you never expect that the doctor's going to say, I'm sorry, but your baby was born in cardiac arrest. If he lives, uh, he will be severely brain damaged for the rest of his life. That is what happened to me. Um, and I was looking at this little infant at the Lenox Hill Hospital neonatal clinic, and it was about 5.45 in the morning on the second day of his life, and the doctors had already said they didn't think he would live. And I had pledged that I would pray around the clock for my little boy to live, that I would just not cease praying um, I, I, for him to live. And at that moment, I had been already looked at, looking at the, the 18 different tubes coming out of his body and the machine that was regulating his breathing, and, and it was telling me that, that the machine was breathing 95% and he was breathing 5% on his own. But all of a sudden, his body started to shake. I called the nurse over, and she said, oh, my gosh, she's having, she's having a seizure. She, went to, she ran to get a doctor. And then there was a transparent tube that was coming out of, his, out of his mouth and, I guess, going down to his lungs. And there was a dark substance that was going through that tube. You see, the reason he had cardiac arrest was that he had meconium. He had breathed mm. in his own body mm. waste in the womb, and his lungs were blocked, and there was nothing the doctors could do about it. How could you operate on a little baby like that? Mm-hmm. Certainly not at that time. And, but what I was looking at was a seizure that was causing the lungs to become cleaned out because the seizure was casting off what was in his lungs and it was going through that transparent tube. And the scientific evidence of that was that the machine was now showing that he was breathing 10% on his own, then 15% on his own, and by the time he was 48 hours old, he was breathing 50-50 on his own. And and they all called him the miracle baby of, 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 of the hospital. And so that was a transformational moment for me. It started my walk with Jesus. I'd always believed in God, but I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a, a, a daily walking in the, uh, in the footsteps of Jesus. And that was the time that my faith was really born, and, uh, and that was an amazing God wink for me because a God wink is not just one of those coincidences that isn't, but a God wink is also. Answered prayer. There is no word in our language for answered prayer. And so our readers have filled in that vacancy by, by saying, I just had a God wink. 
when they mm-hmm. just had an answered prayer. So I was pleading to God over that that uh, incubator. God was answering my prayer by causing the seizure, doing something that the doctors could not do, and giving our son life. He has brain injury, but he's but he is now 33 years old. He lives in the most wonderful adult uh, community for disabled adults outside of Houston, uh, the most beautiful place in the world. And um, that was uh, a major God week in our lives. Oh, wow. That, wow. that is an incredible story. Oh. I'm telling you, I'm, you know, like we said before, when you were talking about Diane Ladd, it gave you the chills, but this was so much more. And, and I thank mm. God that, you know, he blessed you and your family and your son with having him pull through this and, as soon as you said that, you know, he, he was releasing that merconium, I I thought this is a miracle because you don't hear things like that. I know. You know mostly it, it it ends up in the other direction. And, yes. wow, I, can, I yeah. can see how that transformed your lives, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I saw that, it that, a miracle. Yes. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, and I mm-hmm. do believe in miracles, I, and you see them every day, whether people realize it or not, whether they believe yes. or not, mm-hmm. you know, and in this case, I definitely think that was a miracle, and and that yeah. kind of, wow, <laughs> you know, that kind of throws me off to what I was going to say next, but <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I mean, it just well, touches my heart. It really does because I have four children, uh, and what my last son uh, is uh, special needs. So I, I feel uh, you. I feel you. Okay. Well, that's a special language. No question about it. My goodness. Yeah. Well, we feel right. as though it is. It is another amazing miracle that uh, Louise and I have been in the entertainment business both of our lives, all of our lives, and. Uh, and I spent 20 years at ABC, ran a network for 20, uh, ran a network after that for six years. And um, uh, what is happening with Hallmark with our Godwink Christmas uh, two weeks from this Sunday on November 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern time? What is happening is a, uh, a another kind of miracle because we have researched this to the best of our abilities but we can never find we, we cannot find that there is another movie that was ever on a uh, a secular television or a series that was ever on a secular television network that had God in the title. That to have a God with Christmas is a is a breakthrough, and for this mm-hmm. to have happened just six weeks after CBS launched the first series on their networks in their history that ever had God in the title, uh, God Friended Me, which just happens to be a very big hit on that network. I think that this is a time that God is allowing himself to become uh, evident in the American television uh, networks. And uh, mm-hmm. we've seen it in the in the movie theaters uh, over the last uh, a couple of years where movies have broken through and that kind of thing. But this is a major breakthrough, I think, for the Hallmark Channel. And it's a great movie. It's just, we're just so excited about it. 
Oh, well, I can imagine. I mean, and and I want to say congratulations too on having Godwing picked up by Hallmark. I mean, that is huge. They have such a fan base that um, is going to love this movie. I have no doubt, and it's going to touch a lot of lives. The cast is outstanding. And we were yeah. wondering if you had a a hand in picking the cast, and what was it like to be on set to see one of your books come to life? Well, we had a hand in in Kathy Lee being in the cast forty years, and uh, and so um, we we kind of threw the rope over the wall to her to drag her into. Uh, uh, whatever we were working on, and it was a long birthing process and so forth. So we had we had a hand in that. And then uh, the casting of, of all the uh, Canadian actors really uh, took place with our production company that uh, that that knew um, the actors much better than we did. Of course, we we saw the the, the recommendations and uh, we signed off on them. Kimberly Sustad and. Um, and Paul Campbell. Uh, we didn't know that they were as good as they were. I mean, we thought they were good, but we didn't know that they were really good. And um, nobody knew whether or not Kathy Lee could act. Um, because in any movies that she has been cast in, um, they usually cast her as a talk show host. And um, and so this was really a, a, a wonderful opportunity to, for her to get her teeth into the, the role of, uh, of uh, Paula's uh, aunt, who is Paula played by uh, Kimberly Sustad. And uh, so everybody really, uh, was really pleasantly surprised to find that Kathy Lee was, was such a strong performer. Yeah, you know, just seeing the previews and seeing what, you know, she brings to, is going to be bringing to the movie. Um, Pam and I have been talking about this movie and uh, we just, we're so with you on the fact that we're so excited that there is a movie that has made it onto national mainstream television with God in the title. And um, I mean, that's, that is, you know, that's one of those things that, there's no explanation for it. Only, only you can say only God, you know. Um, but one thing I was curious about, as the author of the Godwink series, in what ways has the movie personally impacted you and inspired you? Well, I think that um, the, the the whole Godwink journey for Louise and myself is a um, an awakening every day of the presence of God and the divine alignment of all of this, we, we feel as though we are just ambassadors. Um, I think that when, uh, you know, Louise has now written four of the 11 books with me, and uh, she um, is um, my spiritual guide, uh, and she's, she's been a much better student of the Bible through the years than, than I've been. And so, um, so, when we start writing the books, we start. Uh, uh, she she's, she usually takes the parts where what does this mean to you spiritually? How does this grow your faith? And um, and how does this how does this story make a difference in your life and uh, and that kind of thing? And I'm the storyteller. But as we as we went on the set for this movie, 
we were just so uh, delighted because it was an absolutely wonderful experience. Uh, we brought a hundred hats uh, that say God winks on it for, uh, for uh, the crew of a hundred. And um, we, we were just taken with the fact that um, they fell in love with Godwinks. It was really within two days that we had at least a half a dozen people say to us, you know, there's something different about this movie. These are people who have done hundreds and hundreds of, of uh, Hallmark movies. They do 70 movies, what was it, 70 movies last year, 75 movies last year, going to do 100 this year. Uh, no, it was at 90 last year, I think. Anyway, it, they, they do lots of movies up there. And so, but they all, they all perceived that there was something different about this movie. And it wasn't even, they didn't know the title of it. Because the title, we hadn't won that uh, lobbying to change the title to A Godwink Christmas until two days before the shooting started. So uh, on the clackboard, it was still called A Christmas Carousel. And um, so the, the, the people in the crew were not reacting to the fact that it was a Godwink. They didn't, they didn't know what a Godwink was. But they soon started understanding what it was. And so they became a uh, kind of a faith family that came along uh, aside uh, everyone in, in doing this film together. So I just think that it, 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 it ended up on the screen. And um, even Kimberly Sustad, uh, she has a very strong faith, but she felt as though she had always had to keep it under a bushel basket, uh, that she had to kind of hide it. So for her to be able to openly talk about her faith on that set and to be able to pray for a makeup girl who uh, had been uh, told that she was terminally ill with cancer and to be able to gather others around those uh, folks, it, it just was a spiritual experience. It was really quite wonderful. Oh, that is well, that's it's, amazing. It, yeah, it, it sounds like it's affected so many people, and that kind of takes me to my next question. I mean, it's affected you, it's affected the the actors and such. But what would you like the audience to take away from the movie after watching it on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries? Well, when um, when we came up to <clears throat> scene number eighty five in the script. I told anybody standing still, and that included Kathy Lee and um, Kimberly, who were in the scene, and included Michael Robison, our uh, director, our producers, every grip, every cameraman, everybody else that uh, uh, I could talk to about it. Um, I, I told them that scene number 85 was the most important scene in the movie. Because that scene, I knew, was the one that they would pull from for the, for the promos, for the movie clips, that we would take a clip and we'd run them in churches. That was the scene where Kathy Lee is explaining to her niece uh, in the film what a Godwink was and that she had just experienced a Godwink. 
and and the revelation by Kimberly that she had she had knew she that her mother had talked about God winks and that she and she was kind of putting the pieces together and I think that that scene um, will will be the one that they res, will resonate with everybody. Uh, it's kind of like in Duck Dynasty, the thing that resonated with the believers in the audience was when they all sat around at the end of the of the uh, of the episode and said grace. And, but I think in mm-hmm. in this film, scene number eighty five, when Kathy Lee is explaining a God wink, is the one that everybody's going to remember. Yeah, you and, know, and, it... and, and, and 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 let me just add to that that the penny will drop that they also have had God winks, and that they will also begin to to look for them in their own lives and their lives will become enriched because they now have a concrete connection to somebody up there that they they've not been friendly with or maybe didn't know too well or has been, have been afraid of didn't want to call that person God didn't know what to call that person I think it's going to open up a. It's going to be a faith builder for a lot of people. You know, I also think that what we want people to understand is that we all get God winks, and we're all on a at this wonderful divine GPS, God's positioning system, and He's mm. always looking out for us. And there's a wonderful scripture in Proverbs three six that says, "In all your ways acknowledge Me, and I shall direct your paths." And when we start acknowledging God and and looking for Him and because he doesn't talk to us, most of us, and, and a voice we can hear, physical voice, but he speaks to us through co- through these circumstances and through people and through these God winks. And so what we want people to understand is that you have God winks in your life too. God is always there. He's always wanting to shower you with God winks, but you just have to ask and look for him, that you are out of 7 billion people on the planet. It's a person-to-person call just for you on his God's positioning system. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so beautifully put. And, um, and one thing I wanted to add about that was, you know, when I realized that Kathy Lee Gifford had been cast for the movie and knowing that, you know, she recently lost her husband, Frank, a couple of years ago, um, just seeing her resilience through that and her open, you know, public profession of faith, um, and and seeing her in, being cast in this movie, I just felt like it was a perfect culmination for this story that was going to be told. Mm. Um, and, you know, and that kind of brings me to my next question is um, you refer to God winks as signs of hope. And do you think that God gives us God winks to help teach us and prepare us for the next step in our individual life journeys? Yes, I think so. I do think so. Um I think that once you see God winks in your life, you train your eyes to see them. You then have the eyes to see things that you never saw before. They would just go whizzing on by. And um, But I do believe that God prepares us for every step we take. That uh, Proverbs uh, 3 uh, that Louise was quoting that uh, – uh, acknowledge me in all thy ways, and I will direct thy steps. Uh, basically, what he's saying, what a God wink is, that the underpinnings of a God wink is, is that if you look for me and you acknowledge the ways in which I am communicating with you supernaturally every single day, 
then uh, I will show myself more to you and I will direct every step that you take. Um, and I think that that's the underlying message in, in what we're doing. Uh, I'm feeling a little crunch for time here because uh, uh, I have to get to the post office before it closes today. So and we're in the Eastern time zone. Most definitely. Oh, well, we that, certainly – go ahead. I'm sorry, Pam. Oh, I was going to say it's not a problem. Um, we're just so happy that we were able to speak with you. Um, if you wouldn't mind just sharing your website and social media info and where people can contact you to learn more, we'd really appreciate that. Yes. Well, um, the website is godwinks.com, and uh, and that will lead you to, uh, you know, lots of information about Louise and myself and um, our ministries and uh, uh, and uh, other videos that we've done and that kind of thing. But uh, uh, on Facebook, uh, Godwinks, uh, facebook.com slash Godwinks is the public site that, uh, that we have. And uh, I post there every single day. And uh, we are over 275,000 fans who gather every day to hear a new Godwink story and to share their own Godwink stories. So it's a gathering of uh, hope and encouragement. And then there is a, a, a private group, uh, which Louise is uh, managing, and that's called the Godwinkers on Facebook as a private group. So it's a little like the Hardys. Uh, we were inspired by the Hardys. And, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and so that's, um, that's still growing. It's approaching 9,000 members, and uh, and 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 it's more of a it is more of a place where people share their prayers for each other, and um, and people feel very safe when they uh, when they go to that particular site because it's a private group to be able to to share their heart and uh, and their Godwinks. Uh, Well, Squire and Louise, thank you so very much for being our special guest and taking the time to speak with us. Uh, We greatly appreciate it, and uh, we are looking forward to the movie and uh, and all the God winks that we will see moving forward. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you, and look for the God winks. All right, Sam and Dawn. God bless you both. All right, you take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. God bless both of you. Bye-bye. Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies, that's X M A S M U V I E S, and also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.